Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Let's pray. Father, we are grateful unto you. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the honor of being in your presence today. We thank you that your word is anointed to bless us. In Jesus' name, say a big amen. amen. Matthew chapter 5, verse 42. Matthew 5, 42. Give to him that asketh thee, and from him that would borrow of thee, turn not thou away. Ye have heard that it has been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, Love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you, and persecute you. Why must you do this? 45. That ye may be the children of your father which is in heaven. Praise the Lord. Is it powerful already? We are still considering areas to stretch. And this service we are considering do good to haters. It's powerful. Please take your seat. The things Jesus teaches us to do are the things that will bring us glory, honor, and blessings before our God. Anytime we decide to go our way, our comfortable way, we normally miss the glory and the blessings of God. Jesus tells us things that when we follow, we obey, and we do, it makes us special. It makes us heavenly. It makes us eternal. And it makes us have dominion on the face of the earth. So in this scripture, you see Jesus speaking to the people about five areas in which he was expecting them to stretch. The first area we have said was to give. Second is to love your enemies. Third was to bless those who curse you. In this service, we are going to be learning about doing good to those who hate us. And normally, hatred can be defined in many ways. I'm not really interested in the definition of hatred. I'm interested in the perspective we have when it comes to the issue of hatred. For instance, Jesus is saying that we should do good to people who hate us. So when Jesus is saying we should do good to people who hate us, 
first of all, is making us understand that it is not harmful to do good to those who hate you. That it is totally peaceful (laughs) to do good to people who hate you. Because most of the time, in our time, we have been tutored to feel like people who hate us are harmful to our cause. And therefore, if they hate you, there's no need to love them. There's no need to do good to them. Am I, am I, am I in this time? So, realize that there are people who hate us, but they are not harmful to us. The opposite of love is what? Hatred. Two of us. So most of the time, as human beings, we deal with the two ends. Either someone loves me or hates me. So assuming you are in a relationship, let's say, a love relationship. Okay? And let's say not even courtship. Let's say marriage. Mostly we have been taught that the person said he loves me. That's why he married me. And so the love has certain exhibition of actions that portrays the love. Actions Speak louder than what? Words. You came and first said, I love you. You are the toffee in my heart. And when the word proceeded, it was followed through with actions. So you see that anytime you see a certain action of welfare, care, you know, tenderliness, sacrifice. Oh, give me some of the words. You know, um, um, understanding, attention, affection. You feel loved. Yeah. Giving gift. Giving pets. It's a sign of love. Two of us. Isn't that nice? Making yourself a horticulturist. Give him flowers. It's nice. Looks like there's love for spending time and cooking the best meal. <clears throat> Staying in the kitchen is an expression of one's love. Going the extra mile in many cases. So now, you see that there's one pole here that is love and there's another pole here That is hatred. And they are at different ends. Mostly we operate in in bipolar ends. One end, east and west, north and south. So, either I'm seeing love or I'm feeling hatred. And you might not be seeing hatred, but you can be feeling hatred. So the person that said loves you and was doing all that and being that, when the person is not in the position to be 
all that and to doing all that, we begin, the recipient of those actions as affection begins to feel like person is beginning to hate me, doesn't love me again. And once you begin to feel he doesn't love me again, you begin to feel like he's beginning to hate me. Because we just define things by two ends. Either he loves me or hates me. But the truth of the matter is that sometimes a drop from the place of love is not an expression of hatred. I can break it down. That somebody used to give you thousand Ghana every week and is unable to give you thousand Ghana and he's brought you to 200 Ghana without explanation. It's not a sign that he hates you. God have mercy. But a human being feels like somebody he loves is taking the 800 and now that I'm not the loved one, I'm taking the 200. What did I do? What has changed? So you might not verbalize it, but in your head, you'll be speaking. What has changed? Is this something that has changed with me? Did I do something wrong? And that's how you approach the matter. Did I do something wrong? What has changed? Am I no longer beautiful? What is happening? Is there light off? So we begin to feel symptoms, let me say, of hatred when the display of love is no longer there. So we begin to feel like, these days my husband doesn't love me again. These days my wife doesn't love me again. My friend doesn't love me again because certain things that were done in love are no longer there. That's how sometimes our mind operates. But sometimes people can really hibernate in the way they function and they have not even thought about hatred. Sometimes people just go off it's like a player who has lost form. But he still wants to play, but he simply cannot play well. Are you following now? I don't know if God is talking to somebody here. It's like the person is a wife. But, and she's putting in effort, but it's not coming up to the level. The, the person is a husband. He's trying to be the husband, but it's like he's lost his touch. And therefore, no matter how hard the person pushes, it still doesn't come out well. And women can bear with me that you can have a season where you are almost always adding more salt or falling short of the right level of salt. And it is not like you went to the kitchen to cook to add more salt or to add less salt. Hey. But it can be a season where I say, if you free me, say, me, say, Jim. Add the insult in Nimikra. Oh, 
Ah, you see, your taste bar can be affected and it can affect the recipient and you have not even thought of spoiling the food. So if you take it to the workplace, you see that the boss that really wanted to push you, push you, push you, push you, is gotten to a point where they want to mind their own business and leave you on your own and you might begin to feel like Someone is undermining you to the boss. Someone is saying something to the boss. Why am I no longer favored? Why am I no longer beautiful in the person? Now that he's not showing me love, my boss has started hating me. So all the feelings of hatred might be invoked, but sometimes people are not performing the act of love and they have also not thought of hating you. I don't know if God is talking to somebody. So, sometimes we have an erroneous definition or perspective of what hatred is. And when we catch that error of what hatred is in a particular situation, it makes us get weary in doing good to such people. And sometimes, people really, really hate us for what the word is worth. <laughs> maybe your color, maybe your background, maybe your, your name, maybe how you come around, the aura around you. Some people can simply not stand the fact that you got presence. And when you enter into a space, you become the center of attention. Some people don't like it. Some, some, I mean, there can be so many reasons why people may hate you. But this is what Jesus said. Instead of redrawing your goodness from people you feel hate you, do good to them. And please, let me just stress here that the hatred might not be visible. It might just be a feeling. I feel like now that my husband is not sleeping with me, he's beginning to resent my presence. Are you here? Now, now that, what is it? What is it? So, it, it, it might be a feeling that doesn't have any empirical evidence. Then there can also be very visible hatred directed at you. I just want to make that point. Most of the time, the hatred we encounter is a feeling of people not loving us or being kind to us. And that feeling sometimes might be built on your current internal condition. If you are already feeling broken, it is very easy for you to see people who hate you. But if you are very healthy inside, it's also very easy to ignore people who hate you because you already love yourself and you are enjoying and you are on top form 
And whether they hate you or they love you, you know that you are performing in life. But when you are broken inside, people have to do more for you to see love. And when people are even not looking in the direction of hatred, your system just picks hatred in the air. I know I'm preaching. (laughs) Oh, boy, oh boy. Why is he looking at me like that? The way he even walked past me. He was saying a lot. How he greeted me this morning. The way they were standing in the corner talking. Why did the boss greet this one before he greeted me when I was sitting here before that one? It's like something has gone on. And it's in that moment where you yourself you are feeling emotionally, you know, gingerish, emotionally sour, and all of that. It's like you can really feel hatred in everything. Hey. The guy took you home to see the mother and you met your prospective sister-in-law. And she was having menstrual cramps. And so that day, that Kasanuma decided that she was not going to talk much. And so whilst the meeting was going on, the mother was all over you, raving over you. The sister was minding her business with her menstrual cramps. And decided that, okay, at the end of the day, welcome. The welcome was with a straight face. To manage the pain in the abdomen. Then when you left, of all the good things that went on there, your insecurity began to magnify. The small portion of the would-be sister-in-law not jumping and diving over you. So all the lovers who showered their love on you for coming into their family, they are on there. It doesn't matter. The magnifier is on the sister. So fast forward. Five days after, menses is over. And now she is fine. And now she just sees you and says, Wow, Sister Jenny. How are you? How's the relationship going inside your head? Hypocrite. Hypocrisy. This one that she's doing, she come and say, Obwa. And Tronqua. Abeloy. So you see that. You just categorize that one into that box. You say, even if I marry this guy, careful boy, careful now. This sister is trouble, 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 trouble. So you see that once you catch that perspective of hatred without a proper evidence, and it's especially in the realm of feeling. It becomes difficult for you to function well when it comes to those people. Praise the Lord. If you are good, we can proceed. Are you good? So you see that at that point, nothing becomes beautiful 
and genuine to you when it comes to those people. Because you always feel like there's an ulterior motive behind what they do. And even when they are genuinely trying to relate with you, you always feel like their motive is not right. So that can really affect you in how you relate with people and you see that you are very suspicious about people. Then there are people who tell you that, look, we don't like you. When it comes to those people who tell you in plain words and act in plain action towards you, what is Jesus saying? Jesus is saying that when you have opportunity to do good to those people, (laughs) don't miss it. I'm loving the message. Don't miss it. So, I I want to show you a few scriptures so it will not be like I came to run a commentary. All right. (laughs) Look look at the Bible. Luke chapter 6, verse 32 to 35. What a joy. It said that, For if you love them which love you, what thank have ye? For sinners also love those that love them. So, when you just reciprocate love for love, you have not stretched. Are you following now? Because unbelievers too can do the same. Next verse, we are going all the way to 35. And if ye do good to them which do good to you, what thank have ye? For sinners also do even same. So, when you return good for good, the Bible says that, You have not done anything. There is no great reward because it is very easy to do good to those who do good to you. It's cost 90, right? And there is nothing like stretching. Actually, they say that one good deserves another. Is that not so? so? You have not stretched. You are just giving back what you received. And even the soil understands that. You give me good seed, I'll give you good harvest. There's no stretching in that dimension. Look at the next verse. I love the Bible. And if ye lend to them of whom ye hope to receive, what thank have ye? For sinners also lend to sinners to receive as much gain as possible. That's it. Sometimes you give to people in church and they will not, they will not pay back. Did I write it? And the truth of the matter is that sometimes sinners pay back better than believers do. Hey, that's why most believers would love to give their money to sinners. Because normally sinners do well in paying back. But Christians. The truth of the matter, when a Christian really borrows, then there's really a need. I'm preaching, Pa. <laughs> and and sometimes they don't pay. So you can imagine the one that he just takes, he doesn't pay, he just takes, and then you come and we are praying, and the person praying in tongues. 
praying in tongues, bazooka, bulldozers, excavators, harvesters. Say hypocrite, hypocrite, hypocrite. Would you be sick? Would you know about tongues, bulldozer, excavator, harvester? Oh boy, block making machine. They say it will happen in church. You know, people leave church because of some of these things. They imported their goods. A sister who trades in it or a brother who trades in it. He said, Chale, brother, give me some to sell. That's all, finish. <laughs> That's how that part of your importation is gone forever. Yeah, bad debt. It can spoil your heart. And you might never do good again. You take people in in your house. You feed them. You clothe them. You shelter them. The thing you hear that has happened. You will know that it is not. You see, you can come to that conclusion that. I think that it is not my calling taking people in. It's, it's taking people in. It's, uh, have you, haven't you heard people saying that? I think friendship is not, is not for me. <laughs> Anytime I engage, I get hurt. Hey. It's powerful. And sometimes, let, let me just even say this thing before I continue. Those of you have opportunity to just stay with people and God has, has made them kind to you and all of that. Every step you are taking there is defining what will happen in the future. Every step. Whether they will ever take in some other people or they will never take in anybody again. It is dependent on your behavior right now. And some people in church don't care. They don't care what happens. You, you just go and spoil the heart of somebody forever. Never good. Let's read some more. But love ye your enemies and do good and lend. Keep lending. <laughs> Hoping for nothing again. Praise the Lord. He's showing us that one of the ways to cure your heart <laughs> for doing good to people is that don't have high expectations. Yeah. He said, but love your enemy and do good. And land. Oh. You don't just do good. Oh. Do good is uh, what I have. I've given you even lending. No. You're giving the extra. Okay. Hoping for nothing. Hey. I'm feeling it. Yeah, I'm learning some new dancing style. Charlie. And your reward shall be great. And ye shall be the children of the highest. For he is kind unto the unthankful. And to the evil. Wow. 
So here, there is reward in doing good without expecting much. I'm, showing you, I'm just showing you before we go into the matter itself that one of the reasons why you feel down is not because you are dealing with bad people. It's just because your heart has not been positioned well to receive the heavenly blessing because of your lack of revelation. And I'll say it again. People will be people. <laughs> people will not change easily. But you cannot allow people to determine your eternal reward if you are spiritual. So one of the ways you say that, you have people saying that, Pastor Francis, he will not do this, he will not do this. It has taken me years not to expect much from people. Yes. Hey. Even in my marriage, I don't expect much from my wife. I expect a lot from myself. Hey. Because human beings are human beings. So, if you, are, if you say, my wife is good. My wife is good. It's good to know your wife is good. But it's also good to know that your wife is fallible. It's also good to know that human beings have weaknesses. And sometimes they can malfunction. Oh, I'm preaching. Kai, I know, Papa. And this one, it doesn't hurt me with your quietness because I know I'm not expecting a lot from you. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm not expecting a lot from Maria. I'm not expecting a lot from this coffee here. No, no, I'm just preaching. When you expect a lot, don't expect. Hoping for nothing in return, then your reward will be great. That's when you are doing good here on earth. You must have a revelation above who you are dealing with. And the people you are dealing with. Because they don't even have within themselves to give you more than you give them. Did you see what the scripture said? When you do good to, uh, to somebody, they will do you good back. It's just the same level. An unbeliever's crowd can do it. But for your reward to be great, it has to come from beyond the people you are helping. That's why people staying with you, you sometimes will expect that they will wake up and clean the compound. And some things when you say once, you won't repeat. But, oh my. It's when you, you, it's when you relate with people, that's when you see what is in human being. And this wisdom we have, that makes us beautiful, doesn't come one day. So when you see people who repeatedly fall short of your hope or expectation for them, ah, if they care a little about me, Mm. 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 If they care, let out. Let out. Oh. And come. And come when you say, they don't care. The problem is not them. 
The problem is that <laughs> you yourself must build shock absorbers for the naughtiness of the people you have to deal with. Hey, I'm preaching. Akula Satola Brakishta Kalaya. Have you seen that? Government come, government go. Ghana is the same. So why we more home I'm Pejawa Brabo in the midst of whatever is happening. MPP, NDC. You are waiting for whatever. Omo. Omo. You see that? You, you see that the problem is not the politicians. You see that the problem is your own inability to adjust to what politicians come to the table with. Because politicians will always be politicians. So, in the midst of you crying that they are thieves, they don't do anything, and all of that, people who have made the adjustment by building shock absorbers against their corruption, their lies, and all of that, will be making progress. Two of us. You see that the like Nigeria, the, the corruption is high, but people are still genuinely making it. Almost the system of governance has broken. Do you see the demonstrations there? But people are still making it. So security people are killing people. You can design a way where maybe by eight p.m. you're already in your house. You don't fight in traffic. When you see, hey, 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 there you go the other direction. There's a way you can lead your life in the midst of haters and it will not affect you. That's what the Bible is saying now. But when you don't have a model for living a life that doesn't allow externalities to hurt you, you leave your heart as a space, like a football field. Some people don't know how to be in a place without causing a mess. That's why you see that they have lawness. Eh? Grass aspect. When they are showing them, do you see half time? You see that some people are walking on the field. Fixing wherever people have messed and all of that because people will always mess. Hey, if you are a Christian, you are able to exhibit the God kind of nature when you come face to face with something that is not convenient to you, or else. You push so you divide your book into. You see, when you open the middle of the book, there's a metal there. Right? Left. These people are in my good books. These people are in my bad books. This is devil is inside. You can look at somebody and say, you. Devil is not in hell. Devil, this is devil's house. You, you are the habitation of all the demons in hell. Just a wing, 
Some people are bad or more. Some people are bad. People come into relationship with all kinds of things. But Jesus said, do good to them who hate you. Wow. So that your reward will be plenty. Mm. Can you imagine one day, First Samuel chapter 30, they came to Ben Ziegler, destroyed everywhere. Then David was pursuing the people who came to carry his wives and everywhere, carried children away. And then when he, when he found a guy in the field who was part of the people who hated him so much to go and burn his city down. And when he saw him, he didn't kill him. It's not everyone you deem is an enemy that must die. You see, sometimes I give examples, and they are not nice examples. But we live in a practical world. Not all side chicks of your husband must die. Can you say that you go there and stay there? I'll go there and stay there. Some husbands don't know the worth and the value of their wives. Until they relate with some side chicks. They give their, you know, it's very easy to give your heart to somebody who doesn't matter. Because a prophet pardon is, has Anna, but not in his own house. Like a wife has Anna, but not in his own house. But when you meet a girlfriend with long nails, you can easily give you oh, look when I'm sad here. <laughs> look at skin. So you give your heart, you give your heart, you give your heart. By the time that one deals with your wives, listen to me. God has sent some side chicks to fight your battles for you. And I'm not saying husbands should go for side chicks, but there are husbands who already have side chicks. That's the one I'm addressing right now. If your husband already believes in side chicks, I'm addressing that one today. Don't kill yourself. God is going to use them for your good. God is going to use them for your good. By the time they deal with your husband, well, well, once, twice, thrice, oh, oh, the eye go clear. I go clear. I go clear. You see, just say, you see that the Holy Ghost doesn't need pastor to speak to preach to the person. The person, your husband, he will be dead. The Holy Ghost will be preaching to your husband. Sidechick will come to your office and for not buying iPhone 12 will display to disgrace you before your subordinate and whoever whoever is there, they don't care. They don't have any covenant with you. Now your mind will now tell you, hey, 
never ever come to my office. This is woman. She said that these days, you know, and check your mobile seven thirty. Put up a pan of you. Something must deal with a man. You have to understand the divine element when it comes to functioning for God here on earth. Because God can fight your battles for you and you don't need to attack haters. Yes. You don't need to. You don't need to. Beautiful. Beautiful. Look at the scripture. Did we end at 35? But love ye your enemies. Nice. Your reward shall be great. And ye shall be the children of the highest. See you you yourself. People hate. I thrive. I. Hear this. I thrive with controversy. I thrive in hatred. Even where I grew up from, no, we didn't know love. Everybody is screaming at everyone. I mean, Fisher folks don't have low volume. <laughs> have a high decibel. Hey! Hey! Everywhere. Don't you see? Go to Teshi, go to um, La. Go to all those places where the Fisher folks are. Yeah, Newtown. They are, they are always talking loud. So even when they are not angry, Knee, you know the way they will mention the knee, Ashoka, like you know that like, there is no love in there is no tenderliness, even when there is no problem. So I'm used to people misbehaving around. This is like it's like you are dancing. It's like you are dancing. If you are not careful. People's inefficiencies will kill you without you knowing. And that will be a very bizarre way of losing your life. For not being deep in the Lord. Not being spiritual enough. Not being strong in the Lord for the purpose to which you have been called here. So Judas will be Judas. So what? Jesus is still moving on to the cross. Peter will be Peter. Deny him three times. Jesus will look at it and wink. And say, I'm still on my way. I got it. <laughs> you know, because Jesus knew that you would deny me three times. Even before we get it. He had prepared himself. Not to allow Peter's action to get into his heart to stop him. So because he had a full preparation. When Peter did it, he said, pee, 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 pee. Cool down. Cool down. Cool down. There's provision for you. <laughs> There's provision for you. And because if you don't prepare your heart for these things, your heart will even be more broken when you look at the things people consider in betraying you or hating you. Look at a small girl. 
approaching Peter and saying that you are one. Nankamaninya soja mpwe. A TV a soja with a gun. A small girl. I say, I saw you. Sir, Allah. Tofia kwa. Hey, don't say it. I'm not. I've never seen this one before. Jesus saw Jesus love. Kai. When you see the trivial things, people will use in betraying your love, your goodness. It can kill you. So you have to go and get a fridge guard. Get a heart guard. Footballers wear shin guard to protect the bone. They are four bone. Wear heart guard. Be prepared for betrayals, deniers. Be prepared for hatred. Uh, look, Peter denied Jesus, but did he hate Jesus? No. People will deny you. And you want to die because people betrayed you. Oh, betrayer. <laughs> when people feel that their own life is threatened, you will know that they think about themselves more than you. Peter Nenkasun Yesu. When people feel that their grounds are not right, they will be personal. Hey! But don't die for any man. When you see them, Jesus came back. He said, Peter, come, come back. You know, when people deny you, they walk away. Sometimes. Jesus came back and said, Peter, stop this fish matter. He came and gave Peter fish. He said, oh boy, there's work there for you to do. Don't die for anybody. It is your ability to continue to do good. That will help you to be able to deploy people in the direction God wants them to go. If you lose it, you see that you are a pastor and you have marked some people. Your real ministry <laughs> is to be able to turn the gossip into an evangelist. That's your real ministry. And if somebody is a gossip, and you have won them as a soul from the street. Gossips don't care a lot about what is not having the spotlight. You see the bloggers? The bloggers. They used to call them gossips. Entertainment gossips. If you are not in the spotlight, you don't become part of the news. If a pastor wins a soul, that is traditionally a gossip in the corner. When they come into the church, who is the first person they are going to be gossiping about? Is it not the one holding the mic? If somebody gossips about you, nothing has happened. They are just flowing. It's normal. It's normal. 
Gossip in your office. You are the one who got promoted recently. You are the news. The national service people who are being deployed to your offices, get ready. Yeah, get ready. Some of them are not just coming to work. <laughs> Some of them have come. They didn't know they would meet you. But when they met you, there was an opportunity for them to manifest. And in manifesting, by the time they are done with their eight months or nine months of service, you and your boss will not be talking again. So your ability to navigate your way around them, it will save you yourself. Not the foolishness they brought into your space. Because in your name, you be too foolishness. It will take some time. If you look at a hater, you might leave them in the field to die. David refused to leave that guy to die. And when he did him good, guy pointed to him that this is the way to go. This is the way to go. You see, some of the haters, you might have to help them to build capacity to handle the recovery of your own property. And sometimes it might be your brother who begins to behave in that way, but the hater may have taught you the skill to handle that brother. May have taught you the skill. God forbid, perish the thought to handle that son, that daughter, who might be manifesting a higher level of the hater you met before. And without preparation, success is difficult. So, the Bible talks about all things, all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. You have to understand that you, the purpose of God protects you when you come face to face with haters. That's where your protection is. Hey. Did I preach? Have I preached? If you are not careful, you you will be in the same room with your spouse and you are there but you are not there. Charlie, this life now, wow. No, be easy. Say, I know that as I'm preaching that no matter what you do, it doesn't really... I know that devil will enter people and they will hit harder. (laughs) Yeah. To him that much is given, much is required. Are you here? Devil will enter some people, they will hit harder. Some of the fabrication, you feel like you must react. So if you are not careful, Sunday morning like this, you come and you want to preach and you want to do News conference. Church, there are some things we need to address. Some people are going about saying some things that must not be said. It's not true. For instance, Brother Benjamin, he lives with me. He went to tell a lie. And people came to church to receive a word of edification. It has become a press conference. (laughs) This is how 
You can allow haters to use their negative energy to change you. You realize after a while, you don't give anybody anything. You don't do good to people. Because somebody gave you a negative energy and shut you down. Because I can't take it again. Oh, my, take it. Do what? Take it. Take it. Just escape, oh. Yeah. Just even with one leg, escape. Escape fully. I'm enjoying it. Oh boy, I'm enjoying it. Give Jesus a big clap offering. Joel, I want. Thank you, Father. Joel, I am. Sing it. Can you just worship the Lord? The Lord, you are the only one that matters. Listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-916-168 or 0277-532-360. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.